0: Casting from Atlanta, Georgia, on Rock Radio UK, the Blues Channel, you are now live from the Midnight Circus. This is Lahamadu, and I've got a great show for you today. Today, our featured artist is Mike Schaefer. He's got a brand new release out, we'll be listening to tracks from that, and of course we'll be talking with Mike at the top of the hour you're not going to want to miss that interview. Now, this is the voice of Indie Blues. This is the show that brings you nothing but currently touring artists that are out there creating new, original music rooted in the blues. We embrace the diversity of music that always has and still is being created from those roots. Now, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. We got some great articles, CD reviews, artist interviews, and so much more. And you can nominate your favorite artist for an Independent Blues Awards. In the meantime, I got some great new music I know you're going to love, and some great artists that I can't wait to introduce you to. And of course, I aim to misbehave.
1: bugging me in my mind I can't get along with the things you say and the faults you always find It's time to tell you baby Yeah, it's time to close that door
2: We once had a good thing going on But I just can't take no more
1: I was giving you all I had Just the way the good things go wrong When the
2: good times turn to bad So it's time to tell you, baby It's time to say goodbye
3: Looking back at the good times, baby That
1: disappeared, it.
3: The life we lived and the nights you shed my bed. it's time to tell you, baby. it's time to close my door.
2: Go find another guy. Cause my blood ain't there no more.
4: like when you open your eyes and see this world for what it truly is, it makes you wonder, you know, how would this world be if we all figured out a way? To the White House, we've been through so much oppression, but they still can't knock us out. Even though we made some strides, we still got a long way to go. Remember the words of Brother Malcolm. Be ready to go.
5: How could there possibly be this many blues?
3: I don't bring no solitude. Sometimes the sky don't brighten my day, but when I look around, I see y'all disposition. It sets me up, and I'm on my way. I know you're here to stay Through it all It's been a bumpy road We've got roots But that don't keep us down Heel 2.
0: shows, curl up in a duvet, maybe even draw up a bath and see where the night takes you. That sounds real nice.
5: Dance with Johnny Mitchell, made castles in the sand, cried when I lost my mother, got sober with slow hand, left Pennsylvania after high school. Harpwood Sugar and Elwood Blues Didn't see eye to eye with my father If you want to know the truth I slow dance with Joni Mitchell Black Whiskey with Bill Murray Put my back on the termination. Had to leave Scranton in a hurry. Packed up my dreams and went to LA. Got last with Cal Burnett. I cheated on my girlfriend There's some things that I regret I slow danced with Joni Mitchell Went toe to toe with Morton Rode the canyons with the angels Wrote the words. Live from New York With Hunter S. Thompson I traveled coast to coast I was present when my mother died She's the one I miss the most Yeah, I slow danced with Joanie and. Mary. two brothers and a sister well that's enough about me
0: oh this is something good i got an indie blues double shot for you right now check this artist out independent artist looking to take their career to the next level or you're a fan that just loves to discover new artists and new original music making a scene has exactly what you're looking for for the indie artist we have articles on music business gear reviews recording techniques and interviews with industry professionals for the fan We introduce you to new artists every day with our in-depth artist interviews and insightful CD reviews. Nobody gives you more. Making a Scene truly is the number one resource for the indie artist and the fans that love them. Go to makingascene.org and become part of the indie revolution. Ah! And now, here's an Indie Blues double shot from our featured artist today, Mike Schaefer. And stay tuned for that interview. It comes up right after these songs.
1: Virgin Mary, Mother of God, you gotta help me, something
6: is wrong. Virgin Mary, Mother of God, you gotta help me, or I'm throwing you off. I got you, Mary, in my right hand.
1: Canyon Cliff is where I stand. Jack.
6: Stand Down go the virgin If she won't lend a hand Come on, virgin
0: from his brand new release and we got Mick on the line right now Hey Mick, how you doing? Mr. Hamadou, it's a pleasure to talk to you It's a pleasure to have you on the show Now, um, this is the first time you've been on and we always like to give our fans an opportunity to get to know who you are and the best way to do that is by your journey where you came from how you got to where you are today So, give us the story of Mick Schaefer
6: well, uh, Rich, the, the the story really is is based on that first time that I was uh, I was singing something, and that experience happened to me that you know always happens if I if I'm really taken by by a song, and so that was back in the that was back in the seventh grade choir at Our Lady of the Valley School, <laughs> and uh, and every, and so it was just a matter of time before that that right there. Found its way and developed, uh, you know, to where I could express myself with my voice. I I, I played football in, in uh, junior high school and high school, and I used to I used to vocalize when I was running with the ball. I mean, I, I always had to be always had to be vocalizing. So um, I had a chance to go to Europe uh, after I dropped out of school, and I went over there and played for about a year, just you know, knocking around and playing for tips, and, and did a couple of little gigs, uh, but mostly just playing for, for food and for tips. And uh, and so I got it in my blood to perform, and you know I got so I had some people you know to watch me, and so I've I got some confidence about that too. But then uh, by the time I got back to the United States, I was really really uh, um, unable to do really anything uh, productive because I really needed to start figuring out who I was, and and so there was a period of time where I, I just needed to like do that uh, d- that dive in, in, internally. And, you know, get all the stupid, crazy stuff in my head that was being uh, said to me and let go of it so I could start just being a, a breathing, writing music, producing music type of a professional person. That didn't really happen until after um, my son grew up and uh, took off. And then I just jumped in with both Pete and Portland. I started meeting all the musicians there. I started really uh you know working on my i've been working on my guitar skills and my singing kind of quietly all the time but that was when i could really come out and jump into the pool with all the other musicians portland is an incredible town with very generous and very talented musicians and especially blues musicians so uh that was you know right around uh, right right around 2000 a little after 2000 is when that process started and then it just developed and developed and developed until i was sitting in a room in in uh, 2017 with you know some of the you know best blues people around the pacific northwest at least and uh and and uh, they were playing songs that i had written or had co-written with a friend and we were getting them down and uh, put you know getting ready to put them out uh to uh, and hand them over to um <laughs> you know to frank Rosa.
0: okay and, uh, well let's let's talk a little bit about the new release um okay you know, uh, every artist when they put together a um, a new release, they always have something in their head that that is a goal or even a statement that they want to make. What was your goal or statement for this particular release? This
6: this release was a chance for me to to to, to find that level of honesty that allows the music to have the most power. It just, it was a chance for me to look back at at work that I'd done previously and work that I'd just currently just written and find the best of that material to put out with the best musicians I'd ever played with and have it have just that I, where I would never never hesitate to look at any part and double check it for, for the complete straight ahead honesty and uh, that, that, was, that was in my heart to do that Back to the Blues was me kind of back to myself back to who I really am and, uh, and the greatest songs that kind of touched on those spots as I was coming through learning more about myself and, and what the, the key things were and what the excitements were with the big Crazy things were, what the passion things were, you know, what the uh, unbelievable epif- epiphany moments of, oh my God, I, was that how I was? And all of that, it was just turned into music. And I think, and I think the uh, my feeling was is I can finally just put down, put down on a record what really happened and celebrate it with the pedal to the metal.
0: Okay, well, let's talk a little bit about um, the process of songwriting because let's face it, and without good songs. You know, there's no reason to go into the studio and record anything. Um, right. So, when you sit down to begin that process to write, um, what is your mechanism that allows you to tap into the muse? To,
6: to be perfectly honest, I'm a little better probably if I'm walking. <laughs> you know, I'm, okay. Uh, uh, that that's a lot of times that well, the stuff, the the ideas will just suddenly be there. I'll get a flurry of ideas on a walk and i have to just stop and put something into the phone or or whatever i can do to hang on to the idea and just you know keep all the notes and everything but usually the the, the way the song starts typically comes from some kind of an event some event that happened that had a lot of of of, de- of power and some kind of really strong emotion happened there in that moment's alive you know some moment is completely alive now once, once that I, once I'm sitting with that moment that's completely alive, or I'm walking with it, or if I am sitting with it, at some point that the, just the force of that place starts to create something. And it usually, it's a, for me, it starts out usually it's some kind of a a chorus phrase. Like the chorus phrase is like the heart. Of of the thing I'm trying to I'm trying to be able to convey to myself and to anybody else that's interested in listening, and so once I can once once that once that happens, then that phrase I keep turning that phrase and that will the phrase itself based on what the phrase is a lot of times will will start to indicate melody. It'll indicate pace. It'll indicate you know um, a beat. And then if I'll just find that combination, the chorus melody beat the feeling of the chorus, where the, where that chorus came from, then I'm home free then. As soon as I get that together and I can repeat that, that makes it just like home free because all the, all the lyric lines just come rolling in like, try this, how about this, how about this? And then, uh, you know, finally the ones that really say something are the ones that stick.
0: Okay. Now, let's talk a little bit about melody. You know, to me, you know, lyrics are a very structured thing. They they have continuity, there's a story, there's rhyme, there's meter. There's a lot of structured elements to um, defining, you know, a lyric. But melody is a little different, it's a different side of the brain. Some songwriters like to work off of a, a groove, others like to work off a, a chord structure. What is kind of your go-to when you when you hunt down your melodies?
6: It, it, it's, the, it's the chord. It's usually a chord combination. There, there's a, a key and a chord combination that feels good. And then once and once that chord combination is is landing again, like in that in that uh, in that chorus area, well, once that inspiration comes, once that's happening, then where's the lyric? Where where the melody is going to go from there? Can take you know it it can be it can be there in like in like thirty seconds where I just see it all at once, or sometimes it can take literally years before I get to the finally get to the end of it where I go okay that's that, you know that sounds right.
0: Okay, now um, songwriters today have really embraced technology, uh, whether it's their cell phone or they have a home recording studio. Uh, what are some of the tools that you use when you sit down the right?
6: Well, the, 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 what's lately, um, you know, this last couple of years, and we've been sheltered a lot, um, I got set up in a studio a room, and I call it the studio, and and put together, you know, just put together uh, the equipment around me that inspires me when when I'm playing by myself. I've got a, a Blues Junior amplifier that makes a, <laughs> makes a lovely sound with the guitar, and um, and uh, and I'll and I'll, sometimes you know I'll, I'll get the metronome going sometimes, but really just sitting with the guitar has been just a natural thing for a long time because the guitar can do so many different little things that'll inspire me and surprise me and uh, and I'll I'll that I think technically I think the, I think the the electric guitar plugged into a blues junior is the best strategy anybody can use to write anything.
0: Okay. Now, uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, that moment where you have to you know, declare the song finished in the writing phase so you can move it to that next phase, which is production. Uh, what do you do to determine that moment in a song's life?
6: What, what, I, what I did in Portland for a while, uh, and what continues to uh, work, is to, is, to, uh, is to gig with the unfinished songs with other musicians, at least jam with them. But even gigging is even better for some reason. And and the songs aren't completely finished, but the, but the idea of the song is strong enough. The chords are there. Um, and so then these other musicians that are so good, they will start to m- make suggestions uh, auto, you know automatically. Just if, if we're jamming, I'll hear some things. If we, what, the, the song that I'm thinking of, there was this one song that I did for a few years that I loved. And then I hired this one couple, this piano player and this bass player, and they played that song that night. They know me. They know that, I, uh, that I'm loose on the songs when I'm, you know, when I'm playing like that. And so she just came up with a completely new rhythm in the song, a new, a new thing she did with the piano. And that, once that was there, that song was finished. You know, and and so a lot of times that's really me playing with other people and their incredible generosity. When we were in the in the studio this last time, J.T. Thomas is a, a guitar player that I play with every chance I can get. I adore him, and he he he'll throw things out, and and like we'll start to go in a certain direction. I'm not sure what I want to do with. He said, "Well, what about this?" Unbelievable, generous, and generosity. And and uh, there's uh, in this song, um, if I win blues on this last record, he came up with with something. With the guitar on that, a rhythm, a rhythmic change on that, that took that song to being, you know, a strong song for me, to the best I'd ever heard.
0: Okay, now let's talk a little bit about going into the studio. Um, you know, having a song gives you something to say, but going in the studio creates the identity not only of the song but of the artist that's, you know, creating it. You have to have your a unique identifying sound. Um, What do you do? What is your process when you get into that environment of the studio that allows you to capture your sound?
6: Well, the the, the intention of this last song is to focus, really go deep focus in the blues. So if you're going to do a deep focus in the blues, it's good to go to a deep focus in the blues studio, which is Falcon in Portland. South in has been. They've they've been doing the big blues artists there for a long time. Curtis Salgado, Terry Robb, You know they are there. All the big boys in the Northwest work in there. So first, that was the first thing is to get is to get uh, Dennis Carter, who, run, who owns and runs that studio, to get Dennis uh, on board and uh, and a bass player that works really well with him, a blues bass player, uh, to get him on board. And once Dennis and Timmer will and me. We're knowing that we we're going to go inside Falcon with these uh, attempts at good blue songs. That was the environment that I knew had ghosts, it had spirits, you know, in the walls that were going to come and help us.
0: Okay, um, now let's talk a little bit about um, getting it out there. Um, you know, uh, once you get it recorded, you have to create a team in order to get it out and to create a buzz. And you're working with Frank Rozak, uh, from Frank yeah, Rozak yeah. Promotions. Yeah. Tell me a little bit about that relationship.
6: Well, I I was uh sitting in a booth with Jimmy Bott, who's a you know famous blues drummer here in the country, and uh, in Portland one night. He said, I heard this about this guy, Frank Rosak, and uh um, Tim was telling me about him and, and what do you think? You know, have you ever used him? And he goes, Hell yeah, I have and he turns his tele- his cell phone around to me, pages through to un- when his voicemail and not his voicemail, but his, his, uh, his email, and he says, see, see, look at all this. And what he's, what he's showing me is he's showing me maybe, I don't know, it might have been hundreds of emails from Frank Rosick letting him know every time his song got played somewhere. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking, wow. That's, I've never even imagined anything like that. So, you know, Frank, Frank, you know, he's been doing what he's been doing for a long time. He knows a lot of people, and and, and everybody seems to like him even though he's grumpy so uh <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so anyway he, he, he's doing a great i've never been charted before and now i'm on it i just got charted last week for the first time so that without frank Rosick, that hadn't happened to me before
0: yeah well frank is good at what he does so tell me a little bit about the lineup on this who's playing
6: Okay, in this on this record, um, I got I got to say Jimmy first. I guess that's just like because everybody know everybody that knows blues in this country knows Jimmy Bott. He's he's unbelievable. Um, working closely with him is that bass player. I was telling you, I always like the bass players and drummers to love each other. Well, uh, Jimmy Bott and General Blakely, man, they're having romance when they play when they get on the stage together. Those guys are so good and they love playing together with each other so much. Somebody who um, who travels the big stages and plays with, you know with the with you know, with, the, with Shamika Copeland um, is uh, Willie Scanlon. Ken Willie Scanlon. He, he plays a lot of slide guitar. He goes back, man. He used to hang around with, uh, uh, you know, with um, uh, with the slide guitar Ry Cooter back in the back in the day. And you know, he's really got a sweet sweet slide guitar, which he puts together with on Shemika Copeland's band with another lead guitar player. The two of them play with, around Shemika's singing and i love that combination so so willie's playing the slide guitar and then the other fellow i mentioned earlier jt thomas he plays the electric guitar and those two guys you know their two voices are just remarkable together both so that's two guitars two electric guitars then there's uh, my friend uh tom esch who plays the fiddle i mean he's got a lot a lot of of, um background genetics in his blood his mom was playing the uh the cello, and I think the Boston Philharmonic, or something like that. And his dad, you know, was was a good fiddle player, you know, uh, also. And so he just, from a very young age, was put a, a violin was put into his hands, you know, as soon as he could <laughs> hold it and, and make the thing go back and forth. So um, he, he, he's he's put a he's got a lot of a lot of feeling, brings a lot of feeling into this record with with his fiddle.
0: Okay, now let's talk a little bit about the industry. Um, I mean. The elephant in the room here is the consumer that no longer looks at recorded music as a product that they purchase, but it's now a service that's available free on their phone. And this shift in perception has really affected the independent artists, I think, more than most of the industry because they depend on that revenue stream from selling cds from the stage and so on and so forth right and people don't buy cds anymore i mean let's face it you can't even get a cd player in a car right, um, right. you know they, they don't even come in on new computers anymore you know there's no cd players on them. you know how yep. has this shift in perception of the consumer affected you as an independent artist
6: well, certainly not selling too many CDs, but I, I, one thing that we did do is uh, we, we did start uh, making vinyl, so I, I I have actually started to sell vinyl, which seems to be out selling CDs right now.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, well, you know, I, I think, you know, I don't think vinyl is going to save uh, the independent artist. It's a great merch item. It's a great item to, you know, to sign and to, and to play, but you know, let's face it, you know, if someone buys the vinyl, they're not running home and throwing it on the turntable, they're going to bring you up on Spotify and they're going to play you know, they're going to play it off Spotify and put the album on the shelf and and maybe frame it and that's, you know, it's a collector's item. You know. no, I'm, I'm,
6: yeah, I'm, I'm not kidding myself, Richard. I know what you're saying is true, and I, I know I've got a. Well, first of all, the the media thing. I did meet a few people that expressed how important the media part of it was uh, to, to to get that to get that up as your conversation. But I think I think that the idea of how things are going to go into the future, I'm I'm wide open to learn because uh, I, I know we're I know we're on new ground right now.
0: Well, yeah, we're definitely heading for some new ground. Uh, one of the things that I did notice that, that has been a, a an evolving trend over the last two years since the shutdown of touring with COVID-19 is that a lot of independent artists have really gotten deep into this world of content creation and social media connection to their fans. Um, you know, uh, even the, the, yeah. the larger scale artists are, are really taking advantage of this fan artist connection that can be made through social media i mean you've got you know tim mcgraw who goes up on tiktok and finds people who are you know covering his songs and you know he comments on you know hey i love your voice i love the arrangement you know you guys are great yada yada you have you know david grohl you know who's yeah, doing drum yeah. battles with an 11 year old girl drummer on TikTok, and <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, and brings her up on stage <laughs> at a Foo Fighter concert, and and plays with her. You know that yeah. girl's going to chase that that feeling for the rest of her life. You know she's ruined. You know from that point yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and and you know then you have you know Taylor Swift, you know who's you know goes out and trolls the internet for her superfans and picks people out to invite to her house to preview new releases oh uh, yeah yeah that makes sense you know so you know all of this goes to this this whole concept of, of branding not only as an artist as a musician but also as a person almost a reality show type branding where yeah the yeah. product is no longer the music the product is the brand because that brand represents value and people will invest in a brand you know what i mean
6: well I, I i think brand brand is a is a marketing is a is a marketing term for it and i i know that's true and uh well, i know what you're saying is true but the way that my mind um uh translates that is is the idea that uh, what's in the brand what ha- what has the force and the power inside that thing of brand is connection Someone has to feel an act, a real connection. Right. And, and for a real connection to happen, there needs to be two human beings that are standing on equal ground, really. And, I mean, one person can be admiring the other person, but both of those people have to be standing on equal ground and connecting with each other in a real human way. That is, to me, what you're talking about. And I thank God if that's the way the, the industry is going, because, you know, that, that's, that helps all of us more. I mean, we're all we're all going to be better off for that. If that's if that's really where this is going and that really seems to be it. I and mean, people want to really see and feel and, and be connected to each other as two human beings, not as like looking at somebody way 3 miles
0: up on a stage. Right. Well, well that's really what what this whole world of content creation is is creating. And I think that it's going to continue as we move forward because I mean, let's face it live music was having issues before COVID. Before COVID hit you know I I know you've had these gigs where you go in and you know you you set up there's 10 people in there and 8 of them are blood relatives and they're all (laughs) watching the television. You know what I mean? (laughs) Well, That doesn't doesn't happen too often with
6: us usually the people are coming for the music usually but I've been there what you're talking about. that for sure.
0: So what we need to do is we need to cultivate A new fan base that wants to experience that music in the moment. You know, there is a huge amount of potential fans out there that really don't have that frame of reference of going to see music in the moment. You know, they go to the large stadium shows. They see... Music being created that sounds exactly like the record, exactly like the recording, let's put it yeah. that way, yeah, yeah. you know, and the excitement is generated from, you know, pyrotechnics, costume changes, choreography, you know, lighting, all of that. It's not in the performance, so to speak. You know what I mean? It's not like it changed from what it's supposed to sound like on the recording where if you go to an intimate venue and you see a band of musicians that are creating music in that moment, that's a different experience. you know what I mean
6: absolutely that's that's a very good point and i'm thr- I'm thrilled that this is being talked about at, at, you know at this level where a lot of people are talking back and forth and exchanging about it I, I think if this is where it's going, Richard, we're we're heading in a better direction.
0: Well, that's what I think we, we, we as independent artists need to move it in that direction by utilizing social media, by utilizing, uh, the internet. It is our broadcast network. It's free. It's, it's available. We can reach a huge amount of people. Uh, and by, By creating that brand, by creating that uh, reality show mentality and reaching these people who really never had that frame of reference before, when they pass that marquee on that club and that name is on on that marquee, that's going to spark that thing in their head and they're going to say, oh, I know that guy. Yeah, you know, yeah. I, I know them on TikTok or I, I have yeah. seen them on on Instagram or you know yeah. I'm Facebook yeah. friends. Yeah. if that will will move them to go in, pay the door, and sit down and experience that, and and yeah. create a new fan base for live music in intimate settings, that's a win win.
6: That's absolutely people are establishing a real relationship in a situation
0: like that. Right. And and that's what's going to move people to experience this is having that relationship with the artist, with the brand of that artist, you know, uh and, and it doesn't have to be you know, you don't go up there and beat people over the head with listen to my music, buy my music, listen to my music, stream my music. You have to kind of give them who you are, you know, let them invest into you as a person, Uh, you know, I know people, you know, like uh, Mindy Abar does a cooking thing with her husband, and, you know, they they drink a bottle of wine, and whatever ends up being cooked is cooked, you know, by their sloshed at the end, (laughs) you know, Uh, I know, uh, you know, uh, another couple who are Americana artists that you know, they like to hike into the mountains. So what they do is they put up pictures and, and videos of them hiking and things they see. And they maybe, you know, uh, they'll say, hey, you know, we came up with this riff, you know, while we were looking at this scene. And, you know, and those are things that, that yeah. people, you know, they want to know. They want to see the process. You know, they want to see where did this inspiration came from. That's why yeah, you have, yeah. you know, you know, shows like Songland and, and, you know, The Voice. And you know, they, they want to see that evolutionary process of an artist. And I think, it, you know, it, that...
6: It, it, it's a lot of fun. I mean, we just, this last, uh, oh, this, that early last summer I was in a, I was in, a, I just jumped into a workshop. I, you know, had, had time. And uh, in the workshop, there's a lot of, there's a lot of uh, artists and musicians and people inside there. And we were all showing each other, each other's stuff. And so there was a chance for me to, like, start a brand new song and show them the beginning of the idea and where the beginning of the idea came from. And it was fun. You know, people were able to ride right through right through the whole uh, writing of that one song. It's now starting to chart, you know. So so, so the, I, I know what you're talking about. If people want to feel connected, it's more fun.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I, I really appreciate you coming on the show and talking with us and, uh, We're going to give everyone out there a double shot from your new release. Uh, You guys are going to love this, man. You know, turn it up loud. Open the windows. Fuck the neighbors. We're going to have a good time. Hey, Richard, I appreciate it, man. No problem.
1: Don't you feel sorry for the rich Don't you feel sorry for the rich boy Don't let him sing the blues What does it matter With nothing to lose Don't you feel sorry for the rich boy Got your feel sorry for the rich boy. Got that nice call.
7: What does it matter? His empty.
1: Boy, girl, look, she's pretty nice
6: What does it matter with her and (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: artist looking to take their career to the next level or you're a fan that just loves to discover new artists and new original music making a scene has exactly what you're looking for for the indie artist we have articles on music business gear reviews recording techniques and interviews with industry professionals for the fan We introduce you to new artists every day with our in-depth artist interviews and insightful CD reviews. Nobody gives you more. Making a Scene truly is the number one resource for the indie artist and the fans that love them. Go to makingascene.org and become part of the indie revolution.
8: should be more careful, do your dirt after dark You know she got a man, and now he all mine Moving on to better, I'm the hot loving kind Deserve me, yeah, I can be better You don't deserve me, yeah, I can do better
1: was recorded earlier so the producer and cast didn't have to walk home in the dark.
4: you have to hear the blues in a smoke-filled nightclub on the edge of town. It's a pleasant environment but uh, but in the 21st century uh, you know you don't even have to leave the couch Just turn on the TV in commercials or as theme songs you will see and hear the blues are everywhere I'm Elwood
2: you know love has mistreated me again. rain, so the people don't see the tears fall down my eyes, but listen baby, I'm singing this song for the last time. said I just got the news. Well, well, that another muse, another muse, babe. Been kicking in my star. How could this be? You're taking my heart from me, and you're being. Now I'm standing here, standing here, babe, singing the blues.
8: Was hit by a truck
0: and you're lying out in that gutter dying and you had time to sing one song. Huh? One song.
8: Even now you let me down, you're still so put on.
4: You no longer have to hear the blues in a smoke-filled nightclub on the edge of town. It's a pleasant environment, but uh, but in the 21st century, uh, you know, you don't even have to leave the couch. Just turn on the TV, in commercials, or as theme songs. You will see and hear the blues are everywhere. I'm Elwood.
1: about this We met at a party a couple weeks ago Where that would lead How could we ever know We talked and laughed I wish the night would never end You really did something to me I couldn't wait to see you again One night as I walked into my favorite place I saw you sitting there The tears rolling down your face As I comforted you mm, And I held you tight You told me all the things he does And how he doesn't treat you right You Make me feel so good For holding you so tight Maybe our friends and our families They could never understand Cause you're somebody's woman And I'm somebody else's man How can something so wrong Feel so right How can something so wrong Feel so right Can't keep this a secret, I want everyone to know When they all find out how many tears are gonna flow The hurt and the trials that we're both gonna have to go through All I know is that I don't, I wanna live my life without you You and I both needed someone that understands Don't ever want it to end I got something so wrong Feels so right You make me feel so good Holding you so tight Maybe our friends and our families They could never understand Cause you're somebody's woman And I'm somebody else's man I got something so wrong Somebody's woman, and I'm somebody else's man. I get something so wrong? How could something so wrong feel so damn right? Train
0: Even drop a bath and see where the night takes you. That sounds real nice.
1: Everybody knows who's the talk of the town Daddy back home can't see what
3: is really going down
5: Yes, yes, yes. Apple pinky baby. Here's
6: the blue scale la, la,
1: la.
9: Now you sing it with me. Breathe. love. Try it like this.
8: Life, you only have one life to live. Satisfy. You ought to live it to the fullest. Satisfy. So whatever you do, whatever you do, make sure so it's satisfy. satisfying. Life is hard. One day you'll die, and when you die, no one may cry. So why are you living?
0: my show for tonight. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you heard some artists that you didn't know about and enjoyed some artists that you did. And remember, all of these artists that I played on this show are out there right now touring and creating new original music rooted in the blues. If you want to keep the blues alive, you have to support the artists who are out there creating that new music. Because it is a living art form that is being performed every single night, somewhere in the world. So, if you get a chance, stop by our website at makingascene.org. You can find out about some great new artists, and even the ones that we played on this show tonight, add them to your playlist. And you can discover them on website no so till next time this is lahamadou
3: tech i'm
8: out of here baby just gone away i face left home with my friend that gone lost my dog
1: i'm alone just fought somebody i mean you found it funny i got knocked in the head man my old friends lie lying they think i'm dead drink so wrong don't drink for the